<laughs> Welcome to Fix the World with Katie Tracy Walton's Weirdest Import and my lovely colleague Sam Avery. Hi, Sam. Hi. Sam's a comedian. I'm a comedian. This podcast is called Fix the World because we fix stuff, guys. We fix the small problems just so you don't have to. Yeah, keeping it easy for you, making your life better. Sometimes we don't fix it. Sometimes we don't, but we have fun on the journey. And it is a journey, isn't it, Kate? It's a journey. It's a long journey. It's the kinds of journey where you'd have to stop on a side road to have a piss on a, a, <laughs> a grassy verge. As cars whiz past yeah. and beep. Mm. Are you, can you weigh, like, in those situations? Because I struggle, and I'm a man, and men can weigh anywhere, but uh, I just get a bit nervous. I, am, I, I can hold it in. I really, <laughs> I'd rather do that than, than weigh in a bush. But, you know, oh, my God, let me tell you this, right? So, during lockdown, I was furloughed from work, and I went and took my mum some shopping. So, a, 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 a Robin dropped me off at the shopping, and she went, I'll take you back. And I went, because I, I don't know why, I, I was I did, I'd planned to, like, do, like, a jog walk back to ours, which is probably With the shopping? No, after I dropped off the oh. shopping off. So, I left my mum's, and um, I didn't factor in the fact that I, I should have, I couldn't go into my mum's for the way because like she was shielding. And then I went, and it's about three mile, the path that I went, it's about three miles from ours to ours. And um, it was like down a little wooded area and I was desperate for the way. But it was, everyone was out walking because during COVID, yeah. everyone, one, every man and his dog was out like doing their like one hour walk every day when they never bothered any Shocker, other time. Could I find a private bush to piss in? It was... <laughs> private bush. And then I found one. And honest to God, in the end, I was like, look, if someone... Walk, I'm just going to be like, keep walking. Because uh, I needed this piss. And it was... Uh, afterwards, I just was like, God, that was amazing. Oh, it's a great feeling. It's the kind that makes your fingers tingle. It was so oh, good. yeah. I had one once on a... on a. I went on a rugby holiday even though I don't play rugby. Oh, I, that, I imagine you just pissed in a pint glass and drank it again if it was a rugby holiday. Uh, well, that's what I was worried about because I've never played rugby, never hung around with rugby players, but they were all going, oh, yeah, last night, apparently, they had this, like, sword fighting thing where they all got the, the willies out and bash them into each other. And thankfully, that never happened, or at least didn't happen where I was. And everyone was on the aisle on the way to the airport, and I, I drank about three bottles of sword, off ice. Sword fighting. Sword fighting. What kinds of... Yeah. Well, to do, do they think they are? Oh, I know. There was a, there was a, uh, someone was talking about something that was like where you play conkers, but you you get your willy and you whack their balls with your willy, and I just thought I just want to go on holiday. I don't want I don't want this to be part of the thing. Can't we just have fun? I just feel drinking. sorry for those uh, repressed homosexuals who play rugby, because in another dimension they would just be out and proud. Yeah, and instead they pretend to be straight. And I'm not talking about all rugby players, but most of them. Hashtag not all rugby players. Uh, yeah, hashtag not all rugby players. But, like, just be proud of who you are. Yeah, that's important, isn't it? If you want to go and slap another man's balls with your dick, just, just own it. That's cool. Don't make it about bonding. No, but do get permission from the, the ball owner yep, as well. Or, or their because parents. It's, don't sneak up on them. Or the parents. <laughs> yeah, get a permission form signed. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I needed to wait on the way to the airport. So bad because I had three bottles of smear off ice. But then when we got to Manchester Airport, I ran into this toilet. And because I was on, like, a United, and I just, because I needed to wait so much, there was so much pressure, I couldn't go. And I was just like, oh, a God. Lot of, a lot of this story, um, just some of it flags up. You went on a rugby lad's holiday, <laughs> but you had been drinking smear off ice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I do, I just, because you know what? I do not give a fuck about peer pressure and I never have. Apart from when you need a piss and then you can't. And then there's <laughs> <laughs> That's more pee pee pressure. <laughs> because I got, I got, I got told I had to jump into a, a swimming pool at Crosby Baths off the first diving board when I was like 13 by my mates. <coughs> they all jumped in. I said, I don't want to jump in. They said, if you don't jump in, we're going to call you gay for the next two weeks. So I jumped in and it, it hurt me neck really bad. And ever since then, I just thought, I'm not doing stuff because people tell me to do it. Good for you. So we're going to rugby, rugby holiday and I'm like, I'm drinking Smirnoff ice. I don't give a shit and I'm and not I'm playing Conkers. I'm fighting with my penis. And if that biscuit's soggy, I'm not eating it. <laughs> I want dry biscuits or no biscuits at all. Hey, speaking of wheeze, um, I know we have a lot of these chats, I do, and so I'm sorry, guys. place for it. But um, I was at entry races at the weekend, uh, hence why my voice is a little bit croaky. Now, you go every year, don't you? I go every year. Um, my voice is... Grand very, National. I was wetting our baby's head, so I went for it. I I sat a little bit on the karaoke yet, but I'm going to come to that later. (laughs) What I want to talk to you about is... Settle um, in for a ride. There's lots of cues to the toilets. Always is. Cues move fast. Um, You know my feelings about disabled toilets. If they're not in use and they're free, then you should be able to use them. If someone's disabled there... By all means, let them go next. Yeah. But what's the point of them sitting there not being used? I don't get it. Efficiency, yeah. But I come up with this brilliant idea on Saturday that so there should be two separate versions of toilets for ladies there should be the young ladies toilet which could just have like a version of a urinal for the straight shooters with the nice young vaginas (laughs) and then there's the older ladies toilets which are actual toilets because we we sprinkle (laughs) the older vagina sprinkles it's not a direct shot Everybody knows this, and if that makes you feel bad, then welcome to your future. Um, <laughs> it's more like a watering can, is it? But that was my idea. Somebody needs to design a toilet for the female who can aim straight in one nice little shot. It would take up less space. More it would toilets. Be more, more toilets. It's a good idea, though, you know. That was my idea. Yeah, it's a good so idea. It needs a funky name if it's going to make the mm. Fix the World Better Way catalogue. Well, the lady straight old, shot. Yeah, straight shot and sp- the straight one, the straight straight shot and sprinkle shot. <laughs> so there's two cues. Yeah. Is this the uh, straight straight cue or the stream uh, stream or string? Uh, can't say it. Stream or sprinkle? Yeah. Is this the sprinkle cue? That's like, but you'd get that confused with like salt and shake crisps, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good idea though, because I always feel for women with those long cues for the bog. They're just ridiculous, aren't I they? I know. I think it's a tremendous idea. They're absolutely that because we can just, you know, urinal, just easy. Just what, what's what's the etiquette of the urinal when it's really busy like that, though? Do people jostle for space or do people give each other space to piss? People give each other space. People are quite good. But I don't like being dead close to another man when we're having a wee. I just, it's I, such a personal thing. It is. It's, a th- it's something I want to do on my own. You know, and I'm not trying to be like some privileged dickhead here, but I, I, I don't do my best wheeze when I'm, you know, flanked by two fellas, especially what? if these are big, Especially if they're touching you, like yeah, the elbows, like touch, the elbows or the the are, bum cheeks. Are we having a way? You'll be doing the okey cokey here. Yeah. Like, I, 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 but given how repressed society is, yeah. I can't believe that urinals are a thing. They still exist, yeah. You'd think that at this point it would just be cubicles, but it's purely because men. Most men don't seem to mind. No. It's just people like me. But there's many well, of us. Show well, yourselves, brothers. Well, television still won't show an erect penis. But I could walk into any men's toilet, 
see one willy-nilly, willy-nilly. I don't think they'd be erect, would they? I don't think I'm really allowed to walk into a men's toilet. No. But I'm just making that it's hard to weigh when comparison of the repressed society we live in, yet men can stand in a row with the knobs out. Yeah, all just shaking the drops off. Yeah, I can't even bear to go in a communal changing room. You know what the worst is now with the with the uh, the urinals now is obviously people use the phone when they're having a poo or sitting on the toilet. That's been a thing for a while. People started doing it at the urinal. People are doing it at the urinal, <gasps> and it's fucking horrible. No, thank you. Because especially they're not really looking where they're weeing. They're looking at the scrolling through Twitter or something, or they're watching a video that the mates just <sighs> WhatsApp them. Just have a wee, man. Have a wee. Stop worrying about whether Al Pacino's trending because he's dead or because he's got a shrek on the back of his phone. (laughs) I hate that, though. You know, when you see who's trending on Twitter and you're like, oh, my God, why is David Amber trending? He's either dead. Please, God, he's not dead. Or he's come out as a paedophile or he's been uncovered. Oh, don't say that about him. No, not him particularly. Yeah. Anyway, the races was all right. It was very, very busy. Busier than ever I've ever been. But I think it's because it's post-COVID and everyone wanted to, like... Make um, up for it. Make up for it. Did you dress up smart? Yeah, I did. Uh, I wore trousers for the first time ever. I'm not really a trousers wearer, but I wore them because I knew it was going to be cold. Yeah, it was a little bit I felt warmer. I had a nice warm coat. Um, What shoes do you wear? I had had heels on, and And I immediately... Regretted it because my trousers were so long, I couldn't even take flip flops to put on because my trousers hit the hem and my trousers would have dragged on the floor, and that's just oh, that's yeah. not that's unacceptable. No, getting um, all soggy. Yeah, it's like when you see girls who have UGG boots that like roll over to the sides because like <laughs> no, um. So I, I persevered in my heels, and I I'll be honest, I couldn't really walk yesterday. Well, it's just it's you've got to take but a, a power through and a dance. At the races? Uh, no, after We went to a bar on the way back, and then we went to our local. But we got the the bus. Um, it's only like two or three stops from where we were to our local. But I literally couldn't walk. So when we were at the bus stop, we got talking to this group of people from Derby. They were great. They were great fun. And um, so we chatting away with them. And it, it turns out they were staying in an Airbnb around the corner from where I lived, which is just blew my mind, because where I live is not somewhere... You would stay in an Airbnb. And um, so they got off the bus and I said, where are you going now? And they were going to go into town. And I went, mm, town's going to be chocky, you know. I went, why don't you just come into our local for one drink and then decide what you want to do? And they went, all right. So we took all these people from Derby into our local. <laughs> That's amazing. And they ended up staying all night and dancing and doing Did karaoke they? and everything. Yeah, That's, great. F- what a fantastic story that is. It was fab. They'll go so, back to Derby and go, you've got to go to this place. Yeah. What's it called? Can't remember. <laughs> Near the races. So we had, we had a laugh. It was good. Yeah. It's tiring. It's a long day. I was chatting to my mate's dad on Saturday as we were watching the National. And he said that him and his missus got tickets one year and went. Dead excited. Never been before. And it was the year that there was, there was a, the bomb scare. Oh, yeah. So basically, there was, they were like right near the, the starting line or something. And someone just went, ah, oh, there's a bomb scare. And everyone just started running across the the the, 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 the pitch. What do you call it? The, the track. The track. Track pitched. He got to the other side, just went to some social club in Fazakali and just got pissed and then went out. Yeah, people were just <laughs> letting people stay in their houses and that. Yeah. Because we, we had a pub when that happened and it just, it just all of a sudden, because it happened quite early, it was before the national, wasn't it? I think so. And everyone just, people just started streaming in the pub. We were like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. I mean, we knew, but it's just yeah. like, wasn't expected to be busy. Um, 
But yeah, I love it. I love the whole like, I love watching people. I love seeing what everyone's it's going great. on. Getting but dressed it was, up and all it that. It was fucking freezing. Yeah, it, it it tends to be colder. I remember having a barbecue one year for the national, and then it started snowing. We were sat in the yeah. garden, and it's like Jesus Christ. Yeah. But yeah, can get can get a bit like that. But um, we've got some listener feedback oh. from a feature from the other week, which yeah. was uh. I mean, we didn't launch it as a feature, really, but maybe it be, could become one. We were talking about plastic surgery, and we came up with the idea, never mind the Botox. Yes. The idea behind that is a TV show where contestants come on and uh, they get some surgery, but the partner doesn't know, and they've got to go home and live their life and see if they can get away without the partner without noticing the partner realizing. that they've had this surgical uh, procedure. So um, we had someone... Who wants to be involved? Someone called Claire Deloon. Claire Deloon. Don't know if that's a real name. I'm. Uh, I'm. Apologies if it is, and I'm just questioning your name. She, she is a fan of the podcast, but it just seems like it's Claire Deloon. She's very good on Wordle, aren't you, Claire? I've oh, noticed. Yeah. <laughs> Claire. Claredle. Claredle. Yeah. That'd be a good name. Um. So she's put high fix the whale pod. I would like to put myself forward as a contestant on Nevermind the Botox, please. So we've asked that. What surgery would you like to opt for first? And she just sent a picture of this, which is that Pete Burns? It is. Is it Pete Burns? I, th- I think your significant other, if you got one, I don't think you'd get away with going under the radar with that, Claire. I'd love to, if everyone just wants to Google Pete Burns, then you'll you'll see what we mean. Um, Lips like a Goodyear blimp. If you can get away with that, Claire, then I'd seriously reevaluate your relationship because <laughs> you're not being paid attention to. Yeah, like we've all had our haircut or something, or you know, I don't know, changed our look a little bit, and your partner's maybe not noticed straight away, mm-hmm. and you get a bit annoyed. But if you turn back at home with like lips, like a, I mean, they're huge. Yeah, they are huge. When I got me uh, me eyebrows done a couple of months ago, I come in and I was like, "Oh, do you notice anything different about me?" And my went, "Have you a muzzy? <laughs> <laughs> I used to wear with a girl who was. Gorgeous, right? And she was engaged to, to to a fiance, and they ended up splitting up for some reason. Um, I can't remember why, but she told me that they'd had a conversation when they were still together, about to get married, and it was one of them like, "Oh, if you could change one thing about me, what would it be?" Mm-hmm. Now, choose your words carefully, because I think she said, "Oh, I think I'd I'd, I'd make you." Someone who, who prefers to dance a bit more, you know. That's a I I, I yeah I like yeah. that. She said, "Well, what would you change about me?" And he said, "Your teeth." <laughs> that is I know. F- fucking frightening. That's savage. That it's horrible, isn't it? Yikes! She had she had nice teeth, but don't ask that question. Maybe, but then the relationship broke up, and maybe that's maybe that's why. Well, she's well rid of that. She's well rid. Yeah. Twat. What a bastard. <laughs> he, he's a terrible dentist. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yes, it's the school holidays at the moment. So the, the kids are off for Easter and uh, we're making plans to do stuff and, you know, keep them busy. Yeah. What were school holidays like for you? What are your memories of school holidays as a kid? Um, so the winter school holidays were just boring. You were but stuck nearly, in the house, weren't But you? then we were lucky when we were younger because we just played out. Our parents didn't feel like under pressure to entertain us every minute of the day. And I think now 
because of social media and because you can't let your kids play out the way that you used to. You feel like you've got to entertain them more. Yeah. But we were like allowed to be left to be bored. Boredom's dead important, isn't it? Boredom encourages you to be creative. Yeah, keeps your brain ticking over. But my nan used to do stuff like she'd teach us to knit. <laughs> <laughs> or she'd like go, right, there's, there's racing on telly. And she'd give us all like coins, like copper coins. And we'd all just have bets oh, on the yeah? races. And just, just stuff like that. that um, sounds good. Because we weren't like, we weren't rich enough to be going on holiday all the time or like loads of days out. The odd time we'd like go into Southport to the fair or whatever, but... Yeah, that, but that's good as well, isn't it? I remember like, yeah, just playing around the out, like the, the streets out, out the front of our house, doing um, like Olympics and like yeah. doing like the long jump on people's gardens and stuff. Yeah, because uh, everyone had privets by ours. Yeah, so we used, oh yeah, we loads play, of them. We used to play Grand National and just run rounds and jump <laughs> over everyone's privet privets. Yeah, even or people we, who you didn't know yeah. jump in the garden. Or they'd be like, um, you know, we used to call them the gassy, but it was just like a big, the big lecky transformer in the area. And it always like like big green doors and like a flat roof and it's about six foot off the ground. And we'd find a way to get on top of it and just sit up there and dare each other to jump off. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, danger. We used to put ourselves in, we played man up, we used to play man up for hours. And, um... Me and Joanne used to buy water balloons. Have I, did I tell this story? Yeah, you were too scared to we're throw too them. too scared to throw them. So <laughs> we'd either throw them at each other or go to the heights and get the lift to the top floor and drop them. Just drop them off. Because you were just allowed to wander into the heights in those yeah. days. Um, did you ever yeah. go to, to like clubs? Did you ever get put into like a, a no. car team? I, I went to a couple. I once, um, well, I think when I was in like last year of juniors, I yeah. went to one in the, the, the Como, the community centre. Como. And it was all right. I, I didn't like the clubs because you had to do the activities that they told you to. And like we had a friend who was like a, she was like a youth club leader or something. So she used to get us in for like cheap or something. But they were just, they'd be all like proper activities that you had to do. Yeah. And she used to like, I used to like just like being my own person and just dossing about and doing what I wanted. And it was always bored. like, there was, I remember the one I went to, it was all like young adults who were like the leaders there who were volunteering. And they were all friends with each other. But they were always like, they'd been good kids because they were volunteering to do this youth work because they were all trying to like get brownie points to do Camp America. So they were all like dead for it. And they were all like dead nice. And they like looked after us. Yeah. And I just don't think you could trust young <laughs> adults to do that now. <laughs> they'd all be on the phones, wouldn't they? Yeah. Wouldn't be able to, wouldn't be able to like... Well, you go in and they go, right, today we're just going to have a massive rounders match. Or today we're going to... Me, we've got brought someone in who does basket weaving. We're gonna do that. Just stupid stuff like that. Rounders was good though, wasn't oh, it? Rounders, rounders was the best. Rounders. You could play rounders for hours and hours and hours. We used to play football rounders as well. That was good. That was a good game. Then we invented a game called Space Invaders, which was basically like dodgeball, where just everyone's like up against the wall and you got to throw the tennis ball. Oh at yeah, them and I can't, we call that something them. else, but I can't remember. I love, I loved football rounders. That was good. That was good, wasn't it? Yeah. We used to play on a, a school field, like a Catholic school by ours. Would just climb over the fence like during the holidays and play, and it doesn't matter who. Like a big gang of lads could come over who were older and like you know wanted to batter us, and we wouldn't probably been bothered. But if one of the nuns came out the convent, <laughs> just waddling over in a in a what do you call it habit, we'd all go nun, just like shit <laughs> it and leg it. Like that's the beauty of being a lad though, because you could just start playing football with the loads of strangers, and it'd be all right. Yeah, girls didn't really have that. You, no, games in netball don't break out, do they? 
And netball's also shit. Netball's, well, that's, yeah. I hated netball. You need the nets, don't you? Yeah. It's not really netball. We used, to, we used to walk out to school at the end of term with the rounds, just batting a ball. Just, like, borrow it. Ready. Ready. Never took it back, but... Ready for action. We did intend to borrow it. Yeah, I think... But what? where are you taking your kids then while they're off? Well, that's the thing, like... The thing you just said made me really think about, like, leaving your kids to get bored is so important. Yeah. And kids now... Don't get ever bored, ever. No, they're all having to, they, they don't get a minute's peace. Because well, we, and we're part of the problem, me and my wife, because we take them out and we, oh, I've got to do this, got to do that. And we, you know, we want to, don't want to just leave them. But then leaving them's good. But even when we leave them, they're like, can I have the iPad? Yeah. And you're like, well, no. But then they're like pecking you and you're like, all right, go ahead then. <laughs> just have the iPad. Yeah. But then they just look at it, crap. Even like we went, when when you go away and there's no iPad or whatever, they put the telly on. And there's no iPlayer, so they can't choose what to watch. They just got to watch what's I... on. The concept of that to them that makes me is... feel like I'm a hundred and five years old. But I'm like, we only have four channels, and we have to watch the Pied Piper in Czech. But then you just you either like it or you turn it off and do something else, or you just get into a program or you start watching a TV show halfway through and you've got all the questions to ask. Mm. You know, which you don't do nowadays because now it's just Netflix, bang. Every episode. Yeah. But so. every, I suppose every generation's got that way. The last generation didn't do as much. Of course. But I think, like, it must be ours when you've got little kids and that they've got mates who come in and go, oh, yeah, no, we went to New York for four days with our mum and dad and whatever. Oh. And you're just like, fuck now. Yeah, God. Yeah. Compete with this shit. Well, we were looking at some of the prices, you know, after, like, COVID. We missed out on, like, a summer holiday that we'd already booked and paid for. And then they got pushed back to 2021. And now it's got pushed back to this year. So it's, like, two years late. We were looking at guy like, oh, could we? I wonder if we could go abroad, like Easter or half term. And just looked at the prices and just went, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, that's just you. unbelievable. Haven't got time to invent a really popular app. No. Make be, make myself a dot com millionaire. Not yet. No, <laughs> that's gonna take a bit of time. But uh, I just I have like I have happy memories generally of being a little bit older for summer holidays, especially summer holidays when you finish your GCSEs and you're off mm. for like three months. Yeah, and you'd like forge your save away for the whole of the summer. Oh, God, yeah. Those were the days, my friends. Oh, yeah, just jump on buses. Where should yeah. we go today? Let's just jump on four buses and see where we end up. We, do you know what? We used to get the bus into town, just walk around. And, like, we're, we're lucky because, like, we'd walk around the pieres and just, like, just, just be dickheads. Yeah. Go into trainer shops yeah. and look at the trainers that you can't afford. Yeah. Because you're 12. I remember the first time going to town, I went with this, this group of lads who were like a year older than me. And I must have got given like a quid or something by my mum. And I just bought loads of chocolates. Because my mum would never give me chocolates, except it was like special occasion or something. I just thought, she's not here. And I just bought cho- And I just started doing this for about two years. When I was on my own, I just buy loads of chocolate and I just got dead fat. Because it was just amazing. It's weird, I've got a golden ticket, <laughs> Augustus. <laughs> My baby, Augustus. Which oh. which version of that do you prefer? The old one. The old one, Defo. Johnny Depp's too weird. He just, I think I, you, you I said ha- before, he looks like he stinks. You know, I've got a problem with people who look like they stink. Yeah, but Johnny Depp particularly, like, no. He he doesn't look. He looks like one of them fellas who's outside where the spoons at half ten on a Monday morning. <laughs> With the racing post under yeah, his arm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he can't really speak. No, can't hold down a full time job. No. Or a relationship. Signs on. 
does a bit of work as well. Yeah. Doesn't really do the work. Used to, be, to be fair, probably living their best life. <laughs> probably having a great time. And a lovely time. I do wonder sometimes those fellas who sit in pubs on their own. They do, they do. Some of them look really happy. Not, not all of them, but some of them do. They look like I couldn't just sit in a pub on my own. I like to talk to someone. Yeah, and I'd, I'd drink too fast on my own. I need someone <laughs> with me who drinks a bit slower to like keep me in check. So you need someone who not just drinks slow, but lets you do the talking a bit more so you're not drinking. Yeah, it's not a woman thing really a lot of the time to just go to the pub. On your own. Like, no. I know. Like if I'm meeting my friends in the pub, if like it's if it's even in town now, if I'm meeting my friends, I'll just say yeah, I'll meet you in there. And if I'm the first one there, it doesn't bother me because I know they're coming, and I'll just go on my phone. And your phone's a great shield, but there's no way I could just like if it wasn't it like out, just go to the pub on my own. Yeah, sit on the bar. But no, I'd, I'd, that's a lie. <laughs> because uh, around just before Christmas, I went into town and I finished way to do a bit of Christmas shopping, and then I was in. I was in my car, not a drink driver, guys, but I was in my car and the match was on to Liverpool at home. I thought, if I go to my car now, I'm going to get stuck in traffic on the way home. So I just went to a bar and had a little glass of wine on my own and just Aww. went on my phone. And it was dead nice. Yeah. I didn't just go into like any old bar. It was a nice bar, do you know what I mean? But it was just like, it was cool. Reading a book on your own in the pub's mm. nice. Got a book with you. I, I go in the pub sometimes after gigs. Like, I'm going to think, I've got a house for that. Sit in the house and read it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Without but no bra on. I was in Southampton. Can't do that in a bar. No. You, can't, you can if you want. You can make some money. <laughs> I'm going to change this bar. I'm going to make this bar a better bar. Hey, do you know what people do? They go into Primark, right? And they get a new bra. And then they go to the changing room. As if they're going to try the bra on. But they take their old bra off, put it on the hanger, put the new bra on. And then leave their old bra on the hanger and put it on the thing to go back out on the, sh- the shop floor. <laughs> Why do they do that just to steal a bra? Uh, like last minute, I reckon it's like a Tinder thing. Like they go awful. Oh. Someone swipe. I'm meeting somebody now. Needs emergency. So an emergency bra. This bra is not up to scratch for a last minute booty call with some man I've never met. I need a new bra. Yeah. I need a Primark bra. Yeah. And it's got to say Primark on it. So we I've know got a bra serious. emergency here. It's a bra emergency. <laughs> do, do um. Does that mean that someone's going to be rifling through the bras in Primark and find a... Someone's old tit sweat? <laughs> yeah. Because uh. the entrepreneur in me thinks, why put it back in Primark? You could sell that on the internet and make dollar. Well, that is true. There are perverts out there who buy any of your sweaty old shit. There's a million ways to make money nowadays. And I did joke with Rachel about selling undies on the internet. Not mine, hers. Like was, worn. was she on board with that? She was not on board. And then we, this is years ago, we were trying to buy a house. And I was like, do you know, you know that, remember that thing we used to joke about? I would. Can you, you fancy you know, it? If I, was, if I really needed the money, I'd do that. Oh, well, you could charge a lot of money. Some, some, I know that there are girls who sell used tights on the internet. Yeah. And make an absolute fortune. Loads of money. I've got loads of underpants where the gusset is not there anymore. Which means they've been worn a lot. The same mix like that. Yeah. So, would anyone be interested in buying them? Walks around showing brain. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Less fabric, more memories. <laughs> That's the tagline. Uh, horrible. Sam's it's horrible. Undies. It's vile. It's absolutely disgusting. And I, I, Is I that am... you know when you see a, be- a, a piece of beef wrapped in netting? Yeah. <laughs> Please, now. Oh. 
I'm, I am better now because Rachel's called me out a few times saying, how can you possibly wear these? She holds them up and her face is like poking through the, the hole. She doesn't touch yeah. them. She's just, you know. Yeah, so she has sort of shamed me. <laughs> Hello, Clarice. I've been expecting you. Do you, you. know, um, a friend of mine years ago was selling shoes on eBay and somebody messaged her and was like, I'm interested in the shoes. And she's like, right. And he'd be like, oh, are they... Can you just can you send me another photograph and she went, well the photographs are there. They went, no, I want to see a photograph of them on your feet. <laughs> so she was like, <laughs> okay. And then it was only after they were like, can you send us another one? Can you send us one of you putting the shoe on and then take? And then she was like, sorry, you're, oh, a, you're definitely a pervert. This is weird. Um, and they did put an offer on the shoe. I can't remember if they bought the shoes or not. But that made me think that if there is somebody out there prepared to pay me to put on shoes and take them off again. Well, that's that's their bad luck for being so fucking stupid. Because I will take their money. Exploit that. Kink. I'll exploit that king. It's not hard to. You can go around to someone's house, clean it, or no, make them. You turn up to someone's house, you make them clean their own house while you call them in our bed, <laughs> and they will give you fifty pound for that. <laughs> That'd be a great gig. I've done worse comedy gigs than that. Yeah, with more degrading comedy gigs where you're trying to make a room full of people who are assholes like you. That's more degrading than just getting fifty quid for telling someone to, that they're a prick while they're hoovering. Hundred percent. That'd be. I reckon I'd be quite good at that. You're as not well. being objectified if you're in on it. What if you are just in on it for the cash though, and then you suddenly something triggers and you start getting into it? That's even better, isn't it? Well, yeah, you, that's that's enjoying your work. Getting paid for your hobby. No, but you, if someone's going to pay me fifty pounds for ten minutes on the phone to tell them what a useless little tit they are, <laughs> it's so weird to me. Backs only, thank you. <laughs> to think that someone's turned on by what yeah. I considered to be absolutely ridiculous. Get, Not, on, me, get on me Monzo, lads. <laughs> You've missed a bit by the sofa, you're absolute weapon. Yeah. Whoa. That's going to cost you another £10, you useless bastard. <laughs> I, I mean, no, I mean, if, if I really, really needed the money, I would have absolutely no problem in using... If someone wanted to pay me money to do that, I would. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of people I... Here's it here first, guys. Slippery slope, I'm on. Uh, what about feet? Would you do feet? When you say do feet, can you elaborate, please? <laughs> Would you do my I feet, I am not Kate? putting f- nobody's feet in my mouth Keep or me. in my hands. I'm not touching people's feet. Will you do my feet? That's what, that's what I'm saying. Now, would you, t- like, take photos of your feet yeah. and put them online? I, I mean, was. whichever pervert wanted to see the picture of my little pterodactyl feet, good <laughs> luck to them. If they can get a toss off that, then I, I respect them. That's that's uh, That's a good formula, I think. I've got a big gap between my big toe and the next toe. So well, that's, look out, ladies. That's a... Prime piece of real estate right there, innit? You could stick those sorts of things Fix in between. Fix the real fans just uh... Give me a toe wank. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds a bit yeah. like... Um, but, I, I mean, yeah. If it's not sexual to me, then it's not... It, and it's sexual to someone else, then I'm... I'm kind of all right with it. Are you taking advantage of somebody else's kink? Isn't every monetary transaction taking advantage of someone else's need, though? Yeah. Like, if they give you money, they need something. You've got something. Oh, no, I agree. I was, Same play, as I was like, playing devil's advocate. Oh, right, yeah. okay. Uh, yeah, it is, though. Would you feel bad? Depends how much they pay. Because uh, I would... Because if someone wants you to degrade them, 
<laughs> what, like, why do they want to be degraded? What's happened bad to them in their life? You have to, I'd have to think about that as a bigger picture because I don't want to trigger somebody and imagine them following a pattern all their life of that, that's all they want for themselves. That is a very, very, like, moral way of looking at it. And from a personal point of view, I do agree with that. But, if but that a, would not keep them hard. <laughs> if you started saying that in the middle of it. <laughs> Who hurt you, baby? <laughs> Who hurt you, you knobhead? You've missed a bit. <laughs> Tell me about your childhood. Who taught you to clean windows? <laughs> Get your mop out, you useless shite. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we could set up like an OnlyFans version, but with counselling extras. Yeah. Do you do any extras? Yeah, we do. We do counselling. I watched the first episode of that Jimmy Savile documentary on Netflix. I really want to watch that. But it it's bleak, isn't it? There's a lot of things I really want to watch, but they're so bleak. I just, I just I put them off. I feel like he, w- he was in on his own joke. He was so hard-faced about being a pervert. He, he never pretended he wasn't a pervert. No. He was disgusting. And not just that, but he, he looked like the biggest pervert going. And he knew that. And we all knew that. And it's it, But it's almost like he was like a... If you took the vile stuff that he did out of it and he'd just done something else, like criminal... The fact he was so brazen about it, it's almost like some kind of like performance art, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a it's like a it's like it's like, a, it's like a weird social yeah. experiment. Yeah. But you know what I think as well? I think the reason the Tories loved him so much is because he sowed the seed of fundraising to help out the NHS. Mm, he yeah. sowed that seed in their minds where they started to go, Oh, hold on. As long as we've got people like Savile about We'll hide all their secrets because he's going to make loads of money that we don't have to spend. And normalise it. And, and we'll normalise fundraising for the NHS. Because that Based whole, on a pervert that's a, need for That's a really interesting attention. hypothesis. Mm-hmm. I, I've got, I had an idea for a, for a like a, either a stand-up show or like a, a something, like a even a routine, but the, the, the whole show I had an idea. I'm not going to do it now because it's not going to make sense, but it, let me tell you about it. It's all about the way that stuff gets normalised over time. That's mm. absolutely obscene, like food banks, which is just an obscene thing that we shouldn't need in this country, but they're totally normal now. But then oh. I, I realised you can't do comedy about that because they've been normalised so much, people can't even see behind the the normalisation anymore. I think that, you know what, do you know where that, that I sort of went, oh my God, people are just so desensitised to shit. You know, like, um, so when Maddie McCann went missing, so everyone was an expert then on the investigation of child abduction. But then you had these women at the bus stop or fellas in the pub going, well, I mean, I mean, they're looking in the wrong place because if I'd have abducted her, I would have, like, done this or put her there. And you're just thinking, why are you sitting there hypothesising about what you would do? That's weird, isn't it? If you were that person who abducted this child, you're trying to rationalise the thinking behind it. Does that make you like? It's mad, isn't yeah. it? Don't be, uh, don't be doing that, and Who don't does be telling that? everyone that's weird. Yeah, because if I was, if I was a paedophile, what yeah. I'd do, right, is because everyone loves to be the, like the expert, the pub mm. board about something. Yeah, you like, well, cool your it's, jets, lads. You sound like a, a psychopath. Yeah, you? exactly. And it's fine to not have an opinion on stuff sometimes, isn't it? Like, I think that should be something that they teach in schools. You don't have to have an opinion on everything. If you don't have an opinion on anything, then you're a boring bastard and you need to get a grip. 
But some things you just go, do you know what? I'm not sure. And it's fine to say that. I don't know. And also, do you know what? I've changed my opinion on that. That's yeah. a, People don't do That's, that anymore. You know what, though? I always used to feel like if someone asked me a question, I'd have to have a response, yeah. even if I didn't know really much about the subject. So I'd just like, bullshit. Yeah. And now I am comfortable to go, oh, I don't know. I don't know enough about I it. I don't know. Or I don't know how I feel. Or th- th- you can look at it from But even sides. in work, if someone says something to me, and like years ago, I'd just pretend I knew, I'd, I'd just like wing it. But now I'll go, um, I'm just going to stop you there because I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I was just like, I'd never have done that before. But that takes a level of confidence, doesn't it? Just I'm know. happy to say. It, that's cool. It doesn't invalidate you as a person. It doesn't no. say, I don't know what you're on about. Please stop talking. Can you explain this to me? Please stop talking. What if that was someone's kink? Talking to you and you had to pretend you didn't know what they were talking about. I bet that is. But everything's going to be a kink for someone. Yeah. There's, there's what is it, seven billion people? There's going to be some kinky bastards out there. Yeah. You know, these kinks, like, if you go to, like, some kind of, like, Amazonian tribe who are untouched by, you know, modern civilization. Yeah. Do you think some of them have got kinks? Or do you think these kinks have completely been developed by the fact that we are over, over you know, Sensitized. Well, I think there's probably cultures where what we would consider to be weird and kinky, they that's how they've always lived. So yeah, maybe. Like like the age of consent, for instance, in some countries is really like low. True. In some like um of the less developed countries, yeah. Twelve year old girls can marry six year old men and there's no like there's no protection laws yeah, for them. Know. And, and you go, well, okay, so you've got, like, UNICEF and the World Health Organization, all these things in place to protect children and women and monitor that. But no one can go into a country like, um, I'm going to say India, I don't know if that what the laws are specifically in India, but a country like that where they have, you know, a history of, I've, I've, I've read there's a history of where, where that does happen, who can have? Who's got the authority to go in and go? Your laws are wrong. You've got to change that. Yeah, yeah. It's a good question. It's difficult, isn't it? Yeah. But um. But I just think that as society develops and evolves, then them children and their children's children will be like, well, I'm not going to have that for my kids. You would hope so, yeah. You would hope. Th- I mean, it does feel like this. It can feel like the world. We were talking about this on the way here, weren't we? It yeah. can feel like the world's getting worse. Yeah. But I don't think it is. And if it is, it's not this podcast's fault. It's not our fault. We're, Sorry, we're trying better. to fucking fix it. We've just had some stats through from Gallup, a Gallup poll. Remember Gallup we used to do poll, the yeah. top 40? Yeah. And they've told us... <laughs> get Bruno Brooks to read this next time, but apparently, drum roll. Uh, that was the worst drum roll sh- ever. Do it again, do it again. So since the Fix the World podcast was launched, the world has got 4% better. See? So it's working, folks. And you thought we couldn't do it. This is working. You're working. We're all working together. And indeed. Everything's getting better, so it's all happening. Yeah, the world's not worse. We're just exposed to more bad news than we ever were before. It's everywhere, isn't it? Because you, you, you pull your phone out your pockets, like sticking your head down the toilet. 
So why don't we finish this episode off by talking about something slightly more lighter? Yeah. Which is God, that was a heavy episode, that that's wasn't all, it? Right. Sorry guys. It goes that way sometimes. We've got yeah. to, you know, we, we can't choose what needs fixing. I am a little bit worried I'm gonna find out I've got a kink, and that that's gotta be the worst moment when you suddenly find out you've got it. You know, if you're just like mm. you're emptying a photocopier and the ink goes on your trousers and you go, Oh no, I've spilled the ink. Oh god. Yeah. And you're like, uh, oh no, I'm into photocopying ink on my pants. Because uh, ink's expensive. Yeah. That's an expensive kink. Um, I think my kink is pastry. <laughs> cheese. <laughs> Standing up cheese in the kitchen. <laughs> Ow. Um, we wanted to talk about Disney films, didn't we? We did. Because you, t- you said you got, when Disney I, Plus came out, mm, you were expected to just be like... I was just expecting to be like, access to all Disney cartoons, etc. films. Which it you is. Know, like, Pete's Dragon, Bambi, Finding Nemo, etc. So on and so forth. And then I realised Disney's got the fingers in other pies. Lots of pies. There's lots of like, like the Pam and Tommy thing, yeah. which I haven't watched. Um, but there's lots of adult content on Disney Plus, which I was not expecting. There's loads. You can, it's quite good that like, you can set. In that, my like, eyes, Disney was run by a Nazi who only gave entertainment to children. Yeah, I watched a documentary about Walt Disney that was on the, the telly the other week, and um, it was a very interesting character. I didn't quite get to the bit where he talked about his... Uh, wasn't he? He was anti-Semitic. Anti-Semitic, wasn't he? I think. He's, isn't he frozen somewhere? He's frozen, or was he sent into space? Oh, no, that was the Star no, Trek he, guy, he, wasn't he? He did that cryogenic freezing, like in Futurama. I don't know why anyone would want to do that. Why would you want to be brought back thousands of years after your life? You're asking someone to make a promise to mind your frozen corpse <laughs> for generations. What if someone just loses the key one day or that person's son doesn't want to take over the business? And just I don't want to be a cryogenic scientist, Dad. I want to be a hoverboard Olympian. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a dream of mine since I was a child, (laughs) since I was created in that lab. But imagine, like, being reanimated, like, 500 years in the future, just being like... Because he'd still be in the body he was in. Yeah. That he died in, which is probably knackered yeah. and old. So you you want to be put into a new... There's a, there's a TV show called uh, Altered Carbon, where the rich people have figured out a way to upload their consciousness into, like, the cloud, and then they can download it into, like, they call it a sleeve, a new body. So they just find a nicer body of, like, another person, take mm. their consciousness out and stuck it in. They're good, because you can pick your sleeve... It's kind of like... Oh, my God, imagine, like, my brain in someone, like, really fit. <laughs> I would just be flying. It'd be fun to put your brain into, like, an Olympic athlete, wouldn't it? And just see if you're still... Nah, because I... Yeah. Because yeah, i just give I up. I think that you'd give up. All that cheese. Being, be having the, the, the staying power to be an elite athlete, you've got to have a specific mentality it's that not, I do not own. It's not just your body, is it? No. It's your mind. It's your mind. It's your drive. It starts deep within the pit <laughs> of your brain. <laughs> yeah, my, I don't know anything about Disney films because I've never really watched any classic Disney films. Haven't yet? No, so my wife's always amazed. If she goes like Dumbo. I've not seen Dumbo. In fact, we did watch the new Dumbo, the remake, the live yeah. action Dumbo. That was quite good. I think the one thing I'd say about the really old stuff is that it, it didn't pussyfoot around stuff. Of people being mean to each other or people things dying or like for instance like Bambi the mother died in like the first scene or something and like in Dumbo people were fucking horrible to Dumbo they were bullied them 
And in in the original, like they didn't pull no punches. The Jungle Book, like it would, the little kids was put in danger. And the villains and the there was good pro- guys. Proper jeopardy. There was proper like. And now I just, I don't know. There's a lot of nuance now, isn't there? With like the bad guys, they always give them like a little backstory where you kind of feel but sorry. You've got to go. Oh, they're only bad because you know. Yeah. Yawn. Let well, people. Let people. There's got to be light and darkness and everything. Yeah. Which makes good storytelling for kids. Good and bad. (laughs) (laughs) I started to sing in every episode. I need to stop it. Sorry, everyone. I like it. Um, So, what's your all time favourite Disney film that you've seen? Oh, God. Does Star Wars count? No, it's not. No. It's on Disney Plus, but it's not. Both Star Wars. They bought Marvel. Do they count? Um, No. no. Would it be a Marvel one? I've I've not seen enough Disney films to, to pick one, I don't think. Have you seen Toy Story? Oh, is that Disney? Yeah. yeah, that's good. Case closed. Oh, right. Monsters, Inc. I've never seen that one. That's good. Uh, Bugs Life. No. Pixar. Stupid. No, stupid. That. Is it Disney, though? Mm. Creatures. <laughs> no. I like that one. It was too unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Toy Story was real, though. Yeah, Bambi was great. Those talking days. <laughs> the Jungle Book and all that. But that, that Bugs Life just took it too far. Yeah, I didn't like Bugs Life. I liked it. It never got a sequel, though, which is... Says something about how well it did. Because mm. normally they just rinse it, don't they? Haven't your lads watched Toy Story and all the sequels? They've watched Toy Story and then they wa- I think they watched most of them, but then they got to the is it the what's the one with the bad the baddie who's the, the teddy bear? Oh, I didn't like that. They was terrified yeah, of Yeah, he was horrible. It was horrible. <laughs> so they don't want to watch it the anymore. The first Toy Story is is probably one of the most complete films I've it's, ever seen. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. I, I watched Monsters Inc. at uh, a friend's house years ago and I'd never watched one of these mm. new as they were animated show uh, films that were like you know proper story funny for adults and kids there's a bit at the end of Monsters Inc where the monster sees the girl again and he just sees her he turns the light on and he smiles and he's so happy to see her because he, he thought he'd lost her forever and then it ends and I was like watching it in the middle of the day with me mate and I was just like Oh my god, so beautiful! Oh, he's stoned. <laughs> no, I was just like, just <laughs> ter- I was just so emotional. I get so I love emotional, him. baby. I love Finding Nemo as well. Brilliant, yeah. Brilliant film. But I haven't seen a lot. I saw Frozen, and I really loved that. And I, I didn't have no children who were Frozen fan age. Was that about Walt Disney? That film? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So one day, it had been on the pictures and whatever, and then it was on on Boxing Day, and I just took myself in the other room. And I put me, I'm not ashamed to say, <laughs> put me in in plats, and I watched it. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. <laughs> and then... Um, Got a 10p mix. And then I went to see Frozen 2 with Crystal and her little girl, Jess, and it was the fucking funniest thing ever. All these, like, five-year-old girls dressed as Elsa in the queue. Ow. Weighing each other up giving each other sly eyes <laughs> or you could tell they were all thinking I look better than you and it was amazing that's great isn't it because do we that that element of femininity to have a slight bit of needle against other women is that just no it's just competitiveness that's just competitiveness yeah because like every little girl had an Elsa or Anna dress but every little girl wanted to look the best it's and just, I said, it fair. reminds me of like the queue for the buzz on a Thursday night <laughs> back in the 90s where you'd all be queuing up and like going, your outfit's nice, but my outfit's nicer. Because that's how we, that's how your brain works. Yeah. Just is. That's so funny, that. I know. It was it was tremendous to see. But it was also cute. It was a little boy who's dressed as um, 
I don't know the fact the yeah. lad's name's character, but it was it was nice. I haven't seen Frozen. We the the I suppose we watched Encanto recently, which is mm. what's that about? It's about a family, Colombian family, who've escaped some kind of persecution. So there's a little bit of real world, you know, mm. stuff in there. And somehow they've been given this magical power. And everyone in the family's got this magical power, except one of them who hasn't. And she's not outcast, but she feels like alone and isolated. And then it's just how the magic starts to disappear. And she, she really steps up and it turns out that her gift is, I don't want to ruin it, but it's 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 really good. And all the songs are written by the guy who wrote the songs for Hamilton, that Lin-Manuel uh, Miranda. Miranda. And so the songs are brilliant. We have the, we have the soundtrack on, we're just, I'm humming along. It's great. Cool, that's, I that's might watch good. that one. Yeah. I've, uh, is it on, it's on Disney Plus now, isn't it? It's on Disney I think Plus. I'll watch it. Well, as, as my son calls it, Disney Plus. You watched that onwards as well, didn't you? Oh my God. I had to just, I had to just leave the room. I was just, I was in absolute bits. Is it about two boys whose dad's dead oh. and they try and bring him back? Yeah. But it's heavy, be- heavy beautiful. subject. It's beautiful. The way it's done is beautiful, honestly. I it's might watch absolutely, that as well. But it just takes, rips your heart out. It's great. It's really good. I watched that one. I don't know. It's called Soul. I haven't watched that. It's, it's, I couldn't understand what was going on. It's really <laughs> existential. It's too much for kids. What's, it, what's it's the age Basically, range for that meant to be? I don't know. Um, this jazz musician, and he's just about to get his big break, and then he falls down in Mano, and then um, his soul ends up in like limbo, and he's not dead. He's in, in a coma, but. The longer he stays in the coma, the more likely it is that he'll get sent to heaven. Or and so he's really fighting against because he's he's got this big life ahead of him, and all the other souls are there, and they've all got the reasons for wanting to be picked to go to heaven. And it's it's pure like someone was on cat when they wrote that, mate. <laughs> Maybe that's the creative process. Yeah, they just all get off the red. I understand why creative people get like off the tits though. Totally. Speaking of someone who's never took drugs in my life, yeah, I do under- I can understand why it would assist with that process. Yeah, it definitely opens your mind up to like different thought patterns. And the thing is, though, if you're off your head, you don't really feel like writing a script. You just want to yeah. dance. I know. Or like, you know, just want to dance. Look at the sky, man. The sky. Look at the stars. Yeah. But I think creative minds kind of lean towards that weird, you know, experience because they just it's. It's just an it's an adventure for your head. Did I tell you about the time I went on a, a reunion for college, and I bumped into this lad, and we were like good mates in college. He loved to smoke loads of weed and that, but he, like we we hung around because we all hung around together because we were on like an, a performing arts course and whatever. And I haven't seen him for like I haven't seen him for about ten years or more. And I was like, "How are you doing?" He was like, "You know what? I, I was doing really well, Kate. And then uh, then I had the experience with the UFO, didn't I?" <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh god! Um, what experience with the UFO? And he went, "Oh, I haven't seen you, have I? Didn't you hear about it?" <laughs> and I went, "No." He's in the echo. And he went, "So in in two thousand and two, I was in the car park of like Asda, and just as I went to put my bags in the car, I looked up and I just saw this thing, and and I was just like, "Yeah, you definitely did too much drugs in college, you mate." And he, he, but he was absolutely convinced that this happened to him. Who am I to argue? Do you know what I mean? Of course. I wasn't there. But it's really hard to so not just go, what the fuck are you on about? 
And I couldn't do that because that is it is true. It's it. Well, if if he thinks it's real, then it's real to him. But then it's always interesting that this only happens when you take magic mushrooms. But then before then, everyone had like hadn't seen each other for years. Oh, how are you? Blah 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 blah. And then he just did this, and we had, the conversation just and everyone's just going, <laughs> what do we do here? And and then that was it. Then we were just <laughs> we were so like stumped by what he said that the reunion just died on its hold because <laughs> we were just like we don't want to ask each other about this anymore. We just want to listen about this experience. Yeah, maybe that's what the aliens were intended all, yeah. all along. Maybe on another planet, there's a, there's an alien having a reunion with his friends and he's talking <laughs> about meeting your mate. Would, and they're all going out. Hey, shut up. Have you ever been on a school reunion? No, I got invited to one. Um, about. Maybe it was pre-COVID. I can't remember now. It must have been, and I was I wasn't going to go. I, and I got added to a group on Facebook, and I'm like, "Why have you added me to this group? Someone I could barely knew in school, and I certainly don't know now." It's like I'm not going to go to that. I looked at, looked at the people who were going. I was like, "Yeah, these are all the people that I didn't speak to in school, um, and I have no interest in speaking to you now." But th- I think they all went. About four people went. I went to one years ago, and. Um it was just loads of girls that was in my year in school, so it was good because we all sort of... But then the rest of it's people, real people who were nowhere near us in school. They were, like, years and years ahead of us, and we were just sat there going, who the fuck are all these people? Like, I don't remember them. I don't remember them. And everyone seemed, like, dead old, and we were just sat there going, <laughs> this is boss, we feel dead young. Yeah, thanks. You made that night. Yeah, I, I've got no interest in, in that sort of stuff. Um, there was a Hollywood, Hollywood producer... He went to his school reunion, I read about this years ago, and he'd become a big shot in Hollywood. And what he did was, he he hired a helicopter and two Playboy bunnies, and at his school reunion, he landed in the middle of everyone. Oh, like, like Artie and the Simpsons? Yeah, yeah. Walked around with the two Playboy bunnies. Didn't say hello to everyone, just walked around so everyone saw him. Got straight back in the helicopter and then <laughs> drove off again. What a legend. I love it. What a legend. I bet they were I all just it. like, what a prick. I would just assume nobody would remember me. Mm. Apart from like the people who were my mates, I wouldn't expect anybody else in the year to be like, oh, well, yeah, I, I, they, they wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't expect them to remember me. Yeah. So I'd feel like an obber turning up. Like, hmm, I know. Well, I, 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 I always like feel like people haven't remembered me. So then I say, oh, hi, I'm Sam. And they go, oh, no, we've met. And I'm like, I know we have. I just thought you wouldn't remember me. <laughs> it's a really bad start to <laughs> conversation. I do that with like, people I used to work with or people... Who I, I've I've spoken to maybe a couple of times, and I'll go, oh, I and because I always just go, no, you won't remember who I am. Because you, why would you? Yeah, but but maybe there's that that's and that's why we do this podcast, guys, because we've got a desperate, desperate need for attention. Please remember us. Please love us. Find us on social media as well. Yeah, we're on the Instagrams, we're on the Twitters, we're on the Facebooks, are we're on go- the YouTube's. Are you going to join Insta Nan? Insta Nan. Could be a new one there. Insta Nans only. Instanans only dot <laughs> com forward slash Kate. Yeah. Um our Twitter is fix the world underscore pod. And our Instagram is fix the world pod in some some form. <laughs> just just type it in. Type it in and find us. You're not stupid. Um and we're also on YouTube, Fix the World Podcast, if you if you want to see us. Should you wish to witness us in our majesty. Sitting very upright these days. Sam in his hoodie. Feeling all the better for it. Forgetting to change our clothes between two episodes yeah. that we record together. I'm hearing me camo. Yes. Put me in a little smack of ponytail for your delectation. <laughs> and I've got we've got both got glasses on this week. It's our new gimmick. We've got 
between us, eight eyes. So, a lot going on here. You don't here. get that on any other podcast. No. But, uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks get on for touch. Tuning in. Like and share. And I promise you, the next episode you listen to. You don't use a B Day, baby. I'm going to be talking about B Day experiences with my bum. Cannot wait. So, it's going to be exciting. Stay tuned. You might you might want to just listen to that one. <laughs> uh, get in touch with any questions or comments, or if you've got anything we want to f- you want us to fix, or if you got anything you want us to try. Yeah, I mean, if you want if you want the B day experience in three D, three D B day, three D BD. three D B D. Now in smell a vision, <laughs> it's going to smell clean. Eat your dinner off it. Yeah, is, is what I'm hoping for. People have always said that about your arsehole, Sam, uh, and they often do. Goodbye. Bye.